Hello. Goodbye. Guys, I'm doing a joke, and we're just joking around here on the Happy Sad Talking Podcast. We have too much to talk about, and I, I don't, I don't want to do it today. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you about my bullshit today because we have an amazing guest, and I kind of just want to get straight into it, and then I'll freaking blab at you another time. Who's here today? It's Anna Schoolfield. Oh, who's that? It's Scofy! Guys, if you're not listening to Scofy, you're fucking up so hard. And you really need to. Um, incredible indie pop artist. My friend. And, uh, yeah, really cool person that I'm glad I know. And makes really good art. And I'm excited to share this conversation with you. Um, the... So Anna lives down the street from me, so I, like, drove over to her house. I handed her mobile recording device on her porch, wiped it down. It was, it was a safe transaction. Um, and so we were kind of doing that. Anyways, the audio... Listen, guys. Our standards are collectively a little lower right now for media because of... Coronavirus, which is, you definitely are like watching some people on TV and you're like, dang, I really miss professional lighting and audio crews. Uh, and it's going to be fine. Like, it's fine. And you definitely, there's definitely some podcasts out there where it's like, Jesus, guys, what did you record this on a microphone that's in the trash? Um... And it sounds it sounds good. There's a couple moments where there's some feedback um, or just like some bleed through from the Zoom call because we were doing a Zoom. Anyways, it's fucking fine. And I just wanted to let you know that it's going to be fine and you're going to be fine. And I, I do implore your patience. I don't know if those words make sense together, but I love you and I'm excited to get to the episode. So without further ado, here's my wonderful friend. Scofy! Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. I am also rocking two pairs of headphones right now. Um, I don't know if you can see, I have like one pair and two pairs. It is number one and first and foremost a fashion thing. It is secondly so I can monitor myself so I'm not breathing into the microphone like a maniac. And secondly, it is headphones for the Zoom call so I can hear you. Anna! How are you? I am great. I'm great. I'm so excited about this. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited about this, too. It's so funny because I just saw you in person. <laughs> you did. You showed up on my doorstep like a quarantine Romeo. Yes, and I was holding a rose. Holding... <laughs> and I was begging you to do my freaking cast. <laughs> 
And a suspicious brown paper bag with the microphone in it. <laughs> yes, I did come by to that's drop off That's what happens at... in the play, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's straight from Shakespeare. They're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wherefore art thou Squarespace, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still fucking with the format of, of how to do this, like, in a quarantine safe way. But, mm. like, try, so I, I came over to your house, dropped off a little microphone. And I love your house. I love those stairs. Jameson was sitting like on the roof porch thing. And it was just every time mm. I go to your house, I am just filled with uh, good vibes. I love it, too. It's definitely it's old and it's it's quirky in kind of weird ways, including right. the like 100 steps coming to the front door, there are a lot of which a lot of people have fallen down, by the way. And yeah. uh, including myself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an adrenaline rush every time I go up those stairs. Yeah. It is hot outside. It's hot outside. My skin feels hot because I'm very sunburnt. Is there a um, fun story with the sunburn? I or mean, any story at all? Yeah. I should probably just tell it. I went no to the No pressure beach. to be fun. That was rude of me. <laughs> I went to the beach with the five-year-old that I nanny. Nice. And we were in the water all day. And um, I put sunscreen on him like five times, and I forgot to put sunscreen on myself. Damn. So I'm really sunburnt. <sighs> That's a metaphor and a half right there. Mm. What beach did you go to? We went to... I'm not sure. We went somewhere in Malibu, which he's young... So, like, he was just like, woo, we're going to the beach. But I kept being like, you have no idea how good you have it. <laughs> Especially if I right had now. I beach to go to growing up. Oh, like, right. Where did you grow up again? Um, I grew up in Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. What was it like growing up in Wichita, Kansas? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, I only know my... it from the song Seven Nation Army. Yeah, it's Wichita's made it in a couple different TV show songs mm. type references. Um, it was great. Like I, all my cousins sort of lived close to me, and mm -hmm. I feel like my birthday parties growing up were like exclusively like one friend from school, and then all my cousins. Hell yeah! Um, and it's a big cousin hang. In your yeah, it's a big cousin hang. That rocks. Um, Did it rock? It rocked. It was really great. Um, and I got to grow up close to my grandparents, which I feel like was important to me. And mm. um, then I went to high school in Boulder, Colorado. Mm. Um, so, because my dad worked at the newspaper in Wichita. Okay. And then moved jobs. So. So yeah. you moved to Colorado with your whole family, or? Just With my parents and my brother, yeah. Word. Um, cool, cool, cool. But it was in the middle of sixth grade, so Damn. extremely tender, awkward yeah. age. Yeah. A hard time so. to leave what you know and a hard time to be meeting a bunch of new people and, like, be beginning a bunch of relationships. Yeah. I mean, also, I, like, told my parents, like, just so you know, I'm not making friends so that we move back to Kansas, like. Word. So you were very, like, very anti-moving. Anti I was. 
I was, because I had, like, a little sixth-grade boyfriend that I had gone on, like, one group date with. Yeah. Like, to the mall or something. Oh, that is really hitting home. Mm, well, <laughs> Sixth-grade so then... group date at the mall. <laughs> God. Hell yeah. So good. But, yeah. Um, yeah, my first day at school, I remember was, I heard it was Spirit Week. Like, we had gotten, like, our orientation I don't know, whatever, send via yeah. email. And they were like, by the way, it's Spirit Week. Spirit um, Week, wacky so hair day. So the first day, well, the first day was holiday day. Yeah. Which is a strange, let's, to start, that's a weird <laughs> Spirit Week theme. <laughs> but I was like, okay, that's... if I'm going to make friends, I got to show them how spirited I am. So yeah. I went to school yeah. in a full Santa costume. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, that rocks. It did not rock because um, I got to school and literally not a soul, not a soul was dressed for holiday. <laughs> so I'm and you're full halfway Santa. through sixth grade, extremely self-conscious, like starting Damn, my first dude. day in a new state at middle school, dressed yeah. in a Santa costume. And I was like, Fuck, I'm from dude. Kansas. <laughs> This is the greatest story that I've ever heard in my whole life. Uh, my heart breaks praise, for you, wow. and I just, but I also just think it's so cool. Like I'm just like, damn, I wish I was me. Uh, it <laughs> it hurts when you hear stories from middle school. Like that's yeah. some rough shit. Yeah, that's true. But Did I you love have that a good you went, middle school experience. Uh, <laughs> Would you say it was five what? stars? <laughs> I, well, first, I just got to just go in full Santa, I feel like, is the move all the time. And I feel like that's a spirit I'm trying to embody in my life is full mm, Santa. The full Santa. The full Santa. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a philosophy. And yeah. did I have a good a middle school experience? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, it's a really complicated time, you know? Um, I mean, I look back and there's certainly like a lot of loneliness. I was a... I was a it's funny the like story you tell yourself about who you were and then like you kind of look back on it and you're like I don't know if that is how it went. Like in my head I was this like outcast who had no friends and nobody liked me. Mm. And even the people that hung out with me it was somehow not true or something. <laughs> yeah. Um but I look back and I'm like oh no like those we were I had friends. That guy was my friend and that guy was my friend <laughs> and like we had really nice memories hanging out. So yeah. um but is when I really got into like music and making music and stuff. And so there was a lot of nice times there, but also just a lot of crushing, <laughs> crushing awkwardness and uh, horror. That is kind of a rite of passage for, for all the cool, all the cool kids, you know? That, I'm just remembering the, what's the line in your song? Um, punk rock where it's Oh, like, sweaty heartbroken middle- kid at the middle school dance. Yeah. There it is right oh, there. Oh, that really hit me when I heard it. <laughs> Probably because of the Santa costume vibe. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was pretty much the vibe. Oh, the school dances. Oh, grinding. <laughs> okay, I participated in grinding for the first yeah. time. You and think then, kids are still grinding or you think they're doing cooler stuff? <laughs> I think they're grinding over Zoom. Yeah. I think it's gotten very, very... Murky. Yeah. Grinding. Um, Do you remember that songs they played at your middle school dances? 
<sighs> I mean. So they got low, low, low. Definitely low, that low. one. Which I actually was in a dance class. I was thinking about this the other day. I was in a dance class and we did like a very sexually suggestive dance to Shadi mm. Got Low when I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> what? I still remember the choreography. And you're rocking full why. Santa when you're doing this dance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the follow up to that is yeah, I, I always wear a Santa suit. <laughs> Just commit it. <laughs> Yeah, it went so well the first time. I never went back. If I double down, they'll think it's cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Why can't... I can't really remember. I do remember grinding for the first time, though, and then, yeah. like, going into a shame spiral for, like, two days after oh, yeah. and just being like, yeah, who am I? Right. Grinding at my <laughs> freshman year yeah. school dance. I remember... So fond, like so fondly, so vividly at like my eighth grade graduation party or whatever for the whole grade, um, and we were like all in the room, and I think we were super pissed off because we couldn't do grinding, and <laughs> we were like, "This is bullshit." And then like somehow our unrest, the like higher ups got word of it, and like the chaperones, and they were like, "Okay, go for it," and they like called our bluff. <laughs> and I, we were like so pissed we couldn't do grinding and we were like this would be so sick if we could do grinding if we and could then do I, grinding <laughs> and then if we uh, could participate in grinding <laughs> I want grinding please and <laughs> then the floodgates were open and we were all just like little chicken shits and we are just like <laughs> why is there like why is there always like a high school committee of parents around yeah. school dances like who i don't know it's so weird those how do you become yeah. part of it you're on display for your peers and all of your parents <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing that the dance is i remember yeah, there were there were there were like slow dances where you like slow dance with somebody you know and it was but really that's when like, everyone left the dance floor it was like not cool to yeah. slow dance oh shit what was the you're like, what, you guys head to the snack you're like, table? Oh yeah, I totally. Yeah, never mind. That's stupid. Ever. I was. <laughs> well, I just remember it just being like you kind of like just had like hands on shoulders, maybe right. hands the, on hips. That probably a little risque. So I probably hands on each other's shoulders. Style. Yeah, and you're not really talking, and you're not really communing. Like I was wondering, like what was the appeal of that moment for that kid? It's a like, lot just, of darty eyes. A lot of it's darty lot eyes. Of... Nice. Yeah. Darty eyes is really what it is. <laughs> and there's like some song, it's like, uh, Lips of an Angel or something. Is this a song you know? Mm. Are you? Is that the Sarah McLachlan song? No. There's some song, it's like some like guy, it's some like 90s guy, and he's going like, Heaven and <laughs> my girl's in the next room, and Lips of an Angel. I don't know. I got to figure this but out keep later. Keep going. Please keep going. <laughs> If I could, I would sing you the whole song right now. <laughs> oh, man. What was the hang at yeah. your dances? Snack table? There was no snack table. Um, everyone was super low on electrolytes by the end of it. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, none of that. It was just like a hot, sweaty gym. Um, yeah. They would turn the lights on at the end. Everyone would scatter. Yeah. yeah that's kind of what it was. But yeah. 
Yeah, all, all things considered, though, I had a really great high school experience, I feel. That rocks. Yeah, which I feel like is kind of rare, honestly. Like, that's a tough yeah. time. But, like, going back to what you said earlier, I do think it's because um, of the music stuff that I was involved in. Like, that's yeah, where all ask. of my friends came from. That's Hell yeah. how I kind of started with music. When Yeah, when did that journey start? I mean, I like growing up, my parents were like always singing and um, just like my dad plays guitar and my mom plays piano and they would just like harmonize while they were like doing the dishes type yeah. <laughs> situation. So I think it always felt like a part of my life. And so as, mm. as soon as I could like audition for musicals that was really fun for me and is that i was through like, the school or is that like a separate thing um that was my, so my high school was like very um like music centered it was a public really? school and it was really big but it was like kind of a magnet for the arts nice so, that rocks um yeah so that was literally all i cared about i mean mm. like yeah um doing the musical and then we had like a talent show that was a big deal and um what you do in, came from... what musicals did you do and who did you play and what did you sing at the talent shows mm, let's see um oh just so we we came up with so we auditioned for like 10 to 15 acts i feel like every year um yeah. hell yeah let's see my breakout role was all shook up i played a statue I was in that. You were? Who were yeah, you? Yeah, I was Chad. Okay, so the lead. Yeah, and I went to a Catholic school, and they cut out all the uh, uh, homosexuals. No, they cut out all the all the gay um, storylines, and it really is depressing when I look back on it. Um, how that just like sucked that they did that, and I something I wish I made more effort to. Uh, Anyways, it was weird. Catholic school, you know? Anyways. But I know that musical. A fun musical. When I was a senior, we did... Um, oh, my gosh. What was that? Oh, I was a sorority girl in Legally Blonde. Incredible. Um, really shaped who I am today, I would say. Yeah. Like, exploring myself in that role. Um, was, was that your social scene as well? Um, in high school? In high school? Yeah. Like, musical yeah. people? Like, was yeah. Like, that, was that totally. crew, your your main crew? Totally, yeah. I mean, and my school had a bunch of different choirs, so that was just, like, the best. And I feel like that was the first time also that mm. I'd, I had a lot of frustrating, as much as I loved, like, musical theater and, like, I went to, like, acting for film camp when I was 16. And Hell yeah. Um, which I watched my reel back and was like, oof, not my calling. Let's, <laughs> really? let's leave it. I don't know. It's just a completely different. Yeah. I thought it would be closer to acting on stage, and it is so not. Mm. And anyway, fun experience. But yeah, I think I I was pretty set on like going to college for musical theater and like Hell yeah. going for that whole thing. Um but I just, I never, because of the quality of my voice, I think I always got, like, character roles if I got a role. Um, mm. 
And I worked so hard to like get that like clear sort of like forward nasally tone and <clears throat> totally. my voice just isn't that. Yeah, there's totally um, a thing in musical theater where it's like let's let's kind of iron out the quirks of your voice. Yeah. And choir too and it, well, with a different thing but just sort of like you got to you got to kind of go for this thing rather than like with like songwriter uh music or like indie music or pop music where it's like let's let's celebrate this uniqueness. Totally. Yeah, and I think Ultimately, as soon as I realize, like, oh, I can still, like, I can take the parts that I love from this mm. and make, literally create a song for myself that does fit my voice. Yeah. Where, like, I don't have to worry about being, like, you know, two inches too tall to get this part. or right. I mean, And also being right. real, like, I cannot dance to the level that you would need but yeah i respect people who do that so low 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 low. (laughs) (laughs) exactly so So when is that realization happening that you're like i'm more curious about exploring my own identity and creating my own music i think like i think sophomore junior year is when i was like oh wait high school it's possible to like study popular music and like yeah. it's, it's possible to like be a songwriter you know like i just yeah. i hadn't really considered that right or being a solo artist before um, uh-huh. and do you remember who you were listening to at that time oh, man I mean, I was really into artists that I, like, wanted to cover. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, Alicia Keys comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Um, I was very into Lana Del Rey at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandi Carlisle I liked a lot. Yeah. Um, I also just, like, listened to The Weeknd, liter- like, trilogy era every day on my way to school at, like, 5.30 in the morning yeah. and just, like, angsted out in my car. Yes. School mm. is... That is so crazy to me thinking about how early stuff was back then. Mm. Insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. I was just talking to Zoe about this. We were, like... Because my roommate, Zoe, who Mackin knows, and we yeah. song, written some songs together. Uh, we went to high school together, and um, she's an amazing songwriter, Musician, oh, yeah, I forgot friend. you guys went to high school together. Yeah, and we were in, like, all these talent show acts together. Mm. We were in all the same choirs, and we would have, like, choir sectionals together. At, like, yeah. we had to be there at 6 in the morning. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just like, how did I, especially in quarantine yeah. now? I know. Like, how yeah. did I do that many, how did I switch gears that many times in a day before? It's truly insane. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, I, like I remember also being miserable during times of it, and just being mm. like, yeah, I wasn't sleeping at all. It was like, <laughs> it was like bragging rights. I remember going it into was, class yeah. and people being totally. like, yeah, so I slept for 45 minutes last night. So do you see? Yeah, yeah. The desperation Yikes, in my eyes, like <laughs> that you slept for longer than that. Fuck which is a weird that shit. Dynamic. Um, yeah. so was Zoe, because yeah. Zoe is an incredible songwriter as well, and were you guys on a similar path 
were you guys together in that journey or were you guys kind of figuring that out for yourselves at different times in different ways and then like linked up later? Yeah, I mean, I think she was like on her shit from a very young age, like 13 with like recording covers and like... um, And writing her own songs and stuff. And so I think she knew that that was an option kind of before I did and was like already like... I'm going to Berkeley, and I'm, you know, I'm yeah. going to do this. Um, right. But, yeah, I don't know. I was just distracted by the musical theater thing for a second. and was like, Of course. Yeah. This, I think especially since it was, like, my entry into all of yeah. it. Yeah. And it's such um, a, like, it's such a, like, I remember the main reason I did musicals in high school was not a passion for musicals, which I... Still don't have. I mean, I think a lot of people are, like, against (laughs) musicals, which is, like, dumb. But I'm also not. Like, I don't have the, like... I feel like so many people that I know are, like, really, really have a diehard passion for Broadway and stuff. And, like, I think musicals are fun. It doesn't really capture my heart fully. But I was just like, I just want to hang. Like, that's where all my friends Mm. are. And, like, we just get to, like, hang? That's sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go get lunch first. And, you know, let's go to Subway. And then, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that being said, though, Mackin, I feel like your songwriting, like, I would love to hear a Mackin musical. <laughs> like, I think Word. I would pay at least 10 to $20. Hell yeah. Minimum. Hell yeah. Minimum that, that rocks. Ticket. That's very kind of you to say. Let's work. You and me should write a musical, Santa musical. Mmm. <laughs> I mean, that does kind of remind me of the Mean Girls, like, mm. when she shows up to the Halloween party as, like, an ex-wife, right. and she's, like, yes. she has, like yes. fake teeth in. <laughs> yeah, that story is very reminiscent of your story. Yeah. Um, that was reading really the just Ben like, Folds. You go. I really just relate to Lindsay Lohan. I just feel like we've yeah. had, like, parallel lives, you know what I'm saying? Tell me more about this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, no, no. We're going to spend the rest of the episode <laughs> no, no, no. talking about I'm like, no, you and Lindsay Lohan. That was a joke. <laughs> Redirect. Um, I was listening to a Ben Folds audiobook recently, his, his like autobiography, and he talks about creative visualization. And he just he's like, there are times in my life where I've tried to do things, but I didn't really like see it in my future, you know? And, like, the things that he has done, there was, like, a period where he could, like, he could, like, visualize it. And then he, like, actualized it. And he's Mm. talked about how, like, he, like, wants to make a musical. And he's, like, tried a couple times to, like, write a musical. But it's not actually something that he wants to do deep down enough to be able to, like, visualize Mm, the painful, uh, like, slow, laborious process of it. And so there are things that offhand where I'm like, I want to do that. And then I really think about it. And I say to myself, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. The different creative things where I'm like, okay, like songwriting, like making music, making records, that I can fantasize about all the parts of the process of. Right. Do you have things like that? Yeah. Um, I think I would love to... Um, like, I was pretty... Sorry, there's a truck going by. I don't know if you It's can all hear. good. Um, there, there was a time when, also in high school, when I was like, my dream is to be on the cast of SNL. Like, yeah. this was like... Yeah, whoa! 
Andy Samberg, Kristen Wiig, oh, Ken yeah. Thompson, Fred yeah. Armisen, Bill yes. Hader, Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. era yeah. of like Maya Rudolph. Yes, dude. Seth and Meyers honestly, probably in there. Um, yeah, we'll throw him in there. We can hey. update. He deserves it. But um, <laughs> I, A, didn't like, I, no, that's, that's, wouldn't happen. But um, I, because I just didn't realize, like, the track that you have to take to literally be on right. SNL. Yeah. Um, which is, like, decades of intensive comedy <laughs> practice. <laughs> but anyway. That, that's cool to know. I didn't know that, like, comedy had a place in your heart like that oh like my as a God. childhood aspiration yeah. oh i would like race home to watch snl even though we had like the ability to record it i wanted to watch it like in real yeah. time isn't that like a crazy a thing that doesn't happen era anymore child right yeah yeah that is weird <laughs> eight um. seven central <laughs> <laughs> so insane um but yeah i think when andy samberg and Kristen wig yeah left i was like i had like a few weeks where i was like fuck i'm never gonna be honest <laughs> now with andy samberg and Kristen wig yeah that will never exist again wait for me guys yeah um but then That's... going from that i was like huh maybe i would want to do like screenwriting mm. i just like i think everything begins for me with i i love writing so yeah that was always my thing in school, always my, mm. in quarantine, I've, like, written a couple short stories just to yes, keep myself dude. from going, like, insane. Yeah. But I think that, this is a long-winded answer to your question, but I, I think it. that would be something that I would love to do eventually is, like, write a play or write mm. some, a collection of short stories or some kind of novel of some kind yeah hell yeah fuck Um, yeah and i know screenwriting also is a whole a whole art form in itself um but that was i kind of forget about that time i was like maybe this is it dude and who knows you know donald glover is just the ultimate exception to every rule it's just like look he's doing it all yeah you never know yeah well i think that's so interesting because like musical theater thing and the SNL thing are both ensemble, community, group effort things. And I find myself craving that a lot of, a lot of times in my life. And also as a solo artist, which is something that you are and, and an incredible one, it can feel very lonely, you know, where it's you're not necessarily on a team in a group necessarily it can be that way but i'm curious how that has felt in your life and also i feel like you're someone who fosters community really well and like is bringing people like i know you've been in parts of bands and things like that and the kind of our the dawn of our friendship really being like the trip that you organized where we went on that songwriting retreat I just think that that is cool that you do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. um, It is. It is. It can be lonely. And I think with there's just like a give and a take to being a group, 
there's a big there's a give and a take to being a solo artist. Like um, in college, I was in a band called Bannock, which you yeah. know, but it was a trio, a folk trio, um, and yeah. very different from what I'm doing with my solo stuff. Mm. And I right. so it's been like the greatest joy to like say exactly what I want to say and like my personal experience um and I feel like in the process you obviously get to know yourself a lot better um which is just like valuable um to me as a person to yeah like therapy in some way but yeah Mm -hmm. with that it can be really overwhelming and it was very honestly hard for me to go from like having this built-in support system where like every every decision that you make is like okay well I think this but it's not completely my call like what do you guys think right yeah to no everything I say comes back to me like I'm taking Mm. full ownership of it all you know so I think Right. It's it's weird to sort of be like, okay, shit, I can say whatever I want. Like, I, this can right. sound however I want. So it's very freeing. And yeah. at first, for me, was a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but it's been the greatest joy. And it's, um, and I'm so happy that I have that, um, the memories of Bannock also. And yeah. You know, like just making music for the fun of it with my two best friends, and mm. um, and I also do like singing in a group. Like I've loved choirs. I I love singing in yeah. harmony with people, which I think is why my solo music is very very heavily harmonied. Like yeah, that was one thing I was gonna bring up. Yeah, because that totally um, makes sense. I just like. It's almost like a joke when I'm working with Devin or Jameson that, like, I'll put down the line and then be like, all right, when can we, like, add harmonies to this? Because I don't, because it needs it, and I'm not going to yeah, be able to relax until we Yeah, that's part of your identity. It's part of your sound. Yeah. Yeah, which also I think, like, going back to my parents growing up, like, yeah. was, um, I don't know, like, some, a lot of folky sounds coming from our house, which is very, like, harmony yeah. Oriented too. So, um, right. but yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm also like, so I think there is, it's possible to have, to be a solo artist and feel that same support that I felt like in a group of people with right. other songwriters, which is why right. I love surrounding myself with people like you who are extremely good at what you do. Like, I think that was also a big takeaway from uh, USC for me was I didn't get into the pop program. I auditioned twice and I didn't get in. Um, so also, ultimately my degree is in PR, but I this, I decided it would be better to just go to USC, keep the plan to do music in some capacity, um, and like surround myself with people who are honestly way better than me at what I'm doing. Um, at least that was my intention, like entering into college. Cause I think that's so important. Like it shows you what's possible 
um, mm. in different art forms. It shows you what's truly important to you to deliver. Mm. Um, yeah. I love hanging out with people who are better than me, in my opinion, at what I yeah. do. Because it just makes me want to be better. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, I want to stop hanging out and go home and work on my shit right now. Because yeah. you are so fucking impressive. Mm, I feel that a lot. I feel that a lot with people that we know. Where I'm just like, damn, yeah. it is very and humbling all... to know you. <laughs> that type of well, thing. Well, yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. But it ultimately like... ups your shit. Yeah, and everyone is... Everyone I feel like that we surround ourselves with is so supportive and so yeah. generous. So it's like the vibe is just so loving and um, mm. like conducive to growth. But then personally, I'm just watching all my friends just being impressed all the time and being like, great. Let's yeah. get better at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... You're an inspiration. I have to pee so bad, and mm. I uh, I'm gonna be right back. Um, and I goodbye. Okay. Do you want me to do some freestyling? Oh, you're going. Oh, he already went to the bathroom. I wonder if he's going to edit this out. Guess we'll find out later. Have returned. Mackin, that was really quick. Did you wash your hands or... Are you a sink skipper? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I also got. You no, know, I did not wash my hands um, when I pee. You, you I heard it here first, sometimes. people. Mac and Carol does this not wash. This is the He's a big sink scoop. <laughs> TMZ is gonna go crazy over this. <laughs> the thing is, is I teach uh, a music lessons over Zoom, um, and one of my like eleven-year-old students. I was like, oh, "I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom." And I came back, and he was he called me out just as you did. <laughs> He was like, huh, that was pretty quick. Did you wash your hands? And I was like, let's, like, we gotta focus on the C chord. <laughs> you could so easily just lie and say yes. I know, and I really, like, I hesitated for one second, and then it was over, you know? I saw the flicker in your eyes, I did. Yeah. Um, I want to know so much about two things. I want to know about this recent solo project endeavor uh your single's amazing i want to know what it was like being like i'm gonna do anna the solo artist um and i also want to know just like what you've been up to what you've been enjoying things in quarantine we'll get to that yeah. later what made you as yeah what made you want to record music what made you pick scofi how has the recording process gone how has this era in your life begun? I think um, a lot of this has been in the works for a long time. And yeah. I just really wanted, I didn't want to like just jump into it. Mm -hmm. I wanted there to be a period of time after like the stuff with Panic um, ended, yeah. the folk group. Like I just was like, okay, this is a big gear shift and I want to right. like 
really collect my thoughts and not like knee jerk be like I'm gonna put something out um, right immediately um and i imagine that must have been hard knowing other people that are like putting shit out like to have the patience to be like i am i'm underground right now i'm like developing this thing and it it is not my time yet but it will be soon and now it is totally because everyone thank you thank you i i think the hardest part for me was graduating yeah um not feeling like I had anything to tell my family, even though they're all totally. extremely supportive. Like, right, whole team of people. Just I yeah. feel very much in my corner, which I appreciate so much. Rocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I think I had like, I just felt like I just kept being like, I'm a solo artist. Like, and people would be like, awesome. Can I hear your music? And I'd be like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. Right. Um, so it that feels really good to finally have mm. the first song of the EP is going to have five songs. Incredible. Um, and then I have a couple singles planned for after that. Um, nice. But, yeah, I think... Um, like, I had a couple internships where I was, like, writing about other artists. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a really good opportunity for me to think about what I would want a write-up of myself to look like. Whoa. You know, and, like, what what would, like, strike me in a press release and make me want to, like, listen or, I don't know, just being exposed to, like, a lot of new music. and yeah. Being like, okay, this actually doesn't really move me, but this does, so why is that? What is it about Mm. not only this artist's music, but, like, the story they're telling that I resonate with and is something that I also want to explore? Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I just think, I just, like, wanted to have a good think about it for, like, a year and a half. Um, Mm. But Scofie... I also wanted to have an artist name because my last name is Schofield and just doesn't roll off the tongue. No, no, like, shade to my ancestors or whoever came up with that, made that call. But, um, yeah, my, I was thinking about going by Walter for the longest time. Whoa! I like Walter. I like Schofield. I think you nailed it with Schofield. But Walter is very cool. I think so, too. Um... Yeah, my great-grandfather's name was Walter. Walter. And I was just, it's a family name. And I was like, when I told people that, either they loved it or they hated it. So I was like, this is great. Like, no one's neutral about it, which is what I want. So Mm. um, ultimately, though, I felt, I just, I don't know. It wasn't sitting perfectly with me. Right. I, I don't know. I felt like it was a reach. So... Scofie's just a play on my last name. I just, yeah. I wanted a one word name. I like oh, that yeah. it's punchy and kind of, I don't know. I, I just liked the sound of it. I felt like it fit mm. with the music and. Yeah, it's um, different. It's you. It fits. I think it's great. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, some of the, my next single is going to be Polished, which. Oh! Listen, listen here, okay? <laughs> I fucking love that song, and I've heard you just like just little demos of it, or just you play it like acoustically, 
And it, that song like lives in me. And I sing Aww. it every once in a while just around my house. I'll just like sing little parts of it that I know. And I just I think it's that. so good. And I'm so excited as a fan to hear it. Ugh. Thank you for saying that. That means so much coming from you. And, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I just feel like that's the name of the EP. It's polished. Which oh, yeah. I think that was my... I wrote all the songs as, like, just separate thoughts. I wasn't, right. like, writing to a theme, kind of. Right. Um, which I think is how most people write songs. But um, I, I think the thing that ties them all together is it's all about, like, not having resolve. Like, it's, mm. I think it's all about, like, which is very hard for me. It's hard for me to accept yeah that not everything in life is going to be tied up with a bow. It's hard for me yeah. to accept that sometimes, like, relationships aren't what you want them to be. Like, yeah, I feel like that's honestly a flaw of mine is I always try to, like, f- force things into, like, right. this is... This is a a conclusion. Like, there's just... It's like a dot, dot, dot. There's no conclusion to a lot of things that you wish that there were. Yes. Um, So many dot, dot, dots. So, yeah. That's the thesis. And I think Polished... um, Yeah! Polished is the oldest song. I wrote that, like, two years ago now. Um, Mm. And Jack DeMeo, freaking shout-out. Jameson Bacon, shout-out. Like, just... I mean, you also played on a version of it, like, a while back. It's gone through literally 30 versions. Um, Yeah. And it's finally at a point that I just, it's exactly what I wanted. So That um, rocks. Good for you for, like, having the courage to revisit something. It's so tempting as, like, a maker of things. Like, I have a couple things that I'm, like, knee-deep in right now, you know? Mm. (laughs) And sometimes you're like, do I bail? (laughs) Or or (laughs) do I bail? Is it? Is it fine? Am I overthinking it to death? Or do I need to fucking go back and change it or, and, like, do more shit? And that you is get like you're deaf to it. I, like, at some yeah. point, I'm like, is this a steaming pile of poo? <laughs> or is this, like, yeah. pretty genius? I don't, but, I really don't yeah. know. So, and ha- but, having other people to bounce stuff off of is is truly the, the key. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, also having so, the vision and like the dedication to, to stick with something. And cause I'm sure it was tempting at times to just be like, no, it's, this is it. Like, so that rocks. So hooray. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, um, I mean, Jameson has put in countless hours on this yeah. and, um, no, so has Devin. I I just think those are the two producers on the Hell yeah. on the project. But um, yeah, I I just think Jameson was in the folk band with me and then did the transition with me to being like he is a producer and I'm a solo artist and like I think growing with him in that way has been like so comforting to me. And right. Right. He, he really understands like what I'm trying to do, and um, mm. it's been wonderful working with him. So he mm. has a huge, huge part in uh, polished and and you know making this EP. Hell yeah! What it is. So I guess. Oh yeah. In conclusion, just like the name polished is 
Ms. Meant to Be Ironic is like, I was talking to someone and they were like, yeah, I just, I'm trying to put together like a whole like polished th this or like. A, right, and right. And I was like, huh, like a, I want to put together a polished EP. Right. And then I was like, this actually works because this song is called Polished. So yeah. It's like right. the songs are all polished, produced out the best in my mind that they're going to get. Right. But the meaning of the songs are all like all over the place. Frazzled. Yes, totally. I, this is not at all polished. Right. So. I get that so much from the one song that's out, Phantom Limb. Um, and I just think it's like, it is really perfect for right now because I feel like quarantine is so much of like morbid reflection or just like nostalgia and looking back at old relationships that were comfortable and maybe like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> like talking to people that you are used to be close with or just... I don't know, it's so emotional, but there's also so much brightness to it, and it also feels like, I don't know, it, to me it just really feels like this summer. It's just like, damn, this is like emotional and sentimental, and also there's this like, I'm like processing some shit, and like maybe I'm like talking to my ex again, like what? <laughs> and I, uh, I just Dude, think you nailed I think, that. I don't know when you wrote you. that song, but it really, it really fits where I'm in my life right now and I feel like I think hopefully I'm hearing that from it, other I think my hope with that song is that it is like gives people just like I don't know it can be a big ouch that song like I big ouch it, it, yeah but I'm hoping it gives people just like a moment to reflect yeah on past relationships and I don't know I I think it also to me is like Obviously, phantom limb pain is like feeling a limb that is no longer there. Yeah. And um, I think that like that idea really goes to any kind of relationship. Like it applies to anything that you still is taking up headspace for you. It's you're still feeling like pangs of it. Right. And it just it's yeah. not there anymore. It doesn't exist yeah. anymore. It's. And it definitely doesn't exist as it once was. So right. that idea of like being revisited by relationships mm. from your past, um, which actually yes. I kind of started writing this about a friend who, um, right. which do you, I feel like I've found myself doing that more, just like writing from the perspective of a friend. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I don't know. It depends. I think maybe that at least sparks like, an idea for me. Totally. Um, yeah. And then That's, I apply yes. my own experience to it from that. Yeah. But definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's It's funny how, that... like, all songs, like, feel... Like, I feel like so many people... Like, I sent some songs to uh, somebody for feedback the other day, and this sort mm -hmm. of feedback was all contingent upon all the songs being about, like, romantic relationships between two people. Um, and none of the songs that I sent were about that. And so it was really interesting. And I, but I think that we do that a lot when we, when you hear like, I miss you in a song, it's like, we just kind of default to, okay, relationship and you miss the, your partner. <laughs> you know. And I don't know if it's like, if it's just like a thing that happens with, 
if it's just like a songwriting maturity that's just like allows you to write about other relationships in your life or whatever or if it's like a thing that's happening more in this moment in time but it is something that i feel like has uh that i found like more like wanting to write more songs about how my friendships are going (laughs) you know totally like also like family relationships yeah and when a song is, starts, I mean, it can be. It starts to be about all, like, like you were saying, like it, it can start as a seed and then become about all sorts of things. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, I feel like I've. Do you hear those church bells going off? Yeah, is it time for lunch? Yeah, everyone go to recess. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you like that song. I and... fucking love it. I think it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, Musically, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, like, moving on to just quarantine shit. Yeah. Like, life shit. Yes. Tell me about, like, how your days are going and what Mm. you're into. Well, I have started redecorating, like, every room of my house. I've been getting obsessive, one might say, about that. Um, so that's been a fun quarantine thing. Yeah. Which, you know, my room is like, it is literally measures to eight feet by seven feet. So you got to get real creative with it. But I'm thinking about doing a redecoration of that. Um, just, you know, songwriting. I'm doing a little nannying, like I said. Yeah. It's been like. It comes in waves for me. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, more recently, obviously, with Black Lives Matter, I've been doing, like, a lot of personal reflection and yeah. reading and just, yeah, just trying to, like, open... I, I feel like it's easy in quarantine for your perspective to get very narrow and, like, focused totally. on your, like what you need to do to not feel like crazy in a day, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, which has gotten easier as time has gone on, I think, at least for me. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have had like a lot of stuff come up with mental health during this time because it is like you have a lot of time to like focus on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, yeah. So I think this past month just um, reflecting on um, – just like my whiteness, like what I actions that I need to take going forward, like just learning, unlearning. Yeah. Are there things that have, uh, obviously like the current moment politically and like a lot of us are, a lot of white people are reconciling with our whiteness right now. And as we're being called to do and have been being called to do for many years and, it's definitely horrifying and embarrassing, um, mm. but not compared to the pain and brutality of racism and the legacy of that. Um, Absolutely. But are is, are there um, are there books? Are there Instagram accounts? Are there movies? Are there things that have helped you and things that have in that arena of anti-racism? Yeah. Um, what's been uh, what's been rocking I, your world? I think there have been a, a lot of like um, 
over like a, a lot of people have the same reading list I think right now but right um I'm reading the new Jim Crow right now I think Sonia Renee Taylor's Instagram videos have been hitting really hard um, yeah I don't know them I gotta check that out yeah it's Sonia just like Renee it's Taylor. information coming from everywhere and right. I just think like it's important for me to just make sure this is a lifetime commitment. I feel that too. And yeah, I feel like you touched on the other, the flip side of the the moment right now where it's like a lot of us are having these like very insular internal sort of like uh, thinking about yourself and your relationships and that type of thing. And then there's this very outward uh, conversation as well that also goes inward like you were talking about um, like reflecting on our, our own internalized whiteness and colonial fucking thoughts and all that shit um, and yeah it's it's definitely like it's weird to say that it is inspiring I don't know if that's weird to say because there's a lot of action that's really inspiring um, and I always find that getting into action is such a great antidote. Whenever I do it, I don't do it enough. <laughs> but Same. whenever I do it, I feel really connected to my community. And I oftentimes, like, do it wrong. <laughs> but I think, like, the process of getting into action really helps you get outside of yourself in, like, Absolutely. a really important way. And, That's been like, one of the biggest takeaways is just the level of action that I need to be taking in my daily life. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is my responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I asked you such a flippant question and you really turned it into like a really substantive, beautiful thing. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, I was like, Oh, what snacks and TV shows are you into? <laughs> And oh man! No, that is incredible and, inc and incredibly valid. But also, I have been really enjoying corn dogs and the television show Lost. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well, if you're gonna bring up Lost, um, Dog. that was you, you ever watch that show? Oh man, yes, I did, and they took it off Hulu, and so I I remember like hearing that they were gonna take it off Hulu in like December of oh, 2014 shit. or something for the first time. Yeah. So I it's currently went, back on Hulu. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. I did not know this. It's currently back on Hulu, just so you know. But okay. This, okay, this, well, the, clear uh, my it was, schedule. <laughs> it was going to be taken away, so you watched the whole thing? Um, actually, I didn't watch... I do this thing, actually, a lot, where I watch mm. most of a series, I get crazy invested in it, yeah. and then I think it's like an emotional defense, where I'm like, right. I'm not going to watch the final few episodes, <gasps> because... Because then it's over. Which is... Which is very bizarre. So right. I don't think I ever saw the end of Lost, but it's um, interesting I with Lost in particular because it's like there are certain times in the show where I'm like, I think me not knowing what's going to happen next is maybe more enjoyable. Because I remember watching the series and being somewhat unsatisfied, but I was also very young, so I'm like rewatching it and reacting differently. But I'm also like, yeah, having like a couple seasons left, I'm like, is this better? 
than knowing the answers to these questions. Like sometimes sitting, like sometimes that's more fun. And then if you watch it, you're like, that's the answer. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I've heard like mixed, no spoilers here, but I've heard mixed things about the finale of Lost. So same, yeah. I think I just got so into that show. Like I would sit there and like, you know how there's like a sh- a shortage of obviously all foods because they're stranded on an island but yeah. then Hurley has that like secret stash of yeah. peanut butter with the ranch and the peanut butter yeah I would sit there and just eat peanut butter yes dude freaking be alone and watch that show. yeah yep yeah it's a yeah it's an interesting quarantine rewatch for those reasons as well because mm. they're like isolated and shit and that type of thing mm. um I watched the entirety of The Sopranos over Fuck quarantine. yeah! That rocks. Best show of all time. I've never seen it. Oh, fire Got up it. that TV. Get to work. Roll up those sleeves. Time for you to watch The Sopranos. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so good. And Hell it's yeah. like, it's, it's reality. It's funny. It's horror. It's like family sitcom. It's like. It's drama. It's murder. It's foul Mm. play. It's money. It's just, it's so beautifully done. It's so beautifully done. You should definitely watch it. Um, Do you have any other hot wrecks? I like a weird mix of things. Yeah. Um, Hit me. I love reality TV. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you right now. Hell yeah. Um, so I've been dipping my toes into, I don't even know. There have been a couple, like, terrible reality series that have been put out over quarantine that I have quickly consumed. Um, what, are we, what are we talking here? I think there's one called Too Hot to Handle. Nice. Um, I mean, Love Island mm. will always have a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. I what else? I haven't watched any of those shows, but I... So many people that I love and think are funny and interesting and cool love that stuff. And I love hearing them talk about it. Mm. Like, yeah. I, it, I just find it so fun and interesting to find, like, what people like about those shows and, like, people kind of reacting to them on multiple levels. Like, the base level of the drama of the show and then the, like, metal level of the relationships and the bizarre totally. aspects of it. I actually like listening to people talk about it. Oh, yeah, totally. I feel like that it, that takes me back to, uh, like, going to film parties at USC. I'm, like, what? popping around what? through... Conver- you know, just, like, Oh, f- parties, like, with film school people. With, yeah, like, film students. I thought I feel you like had there was a lot night. of No. <laughs> no. Maybe I should. I was I like, should. that sounds really fun. Um, no, just going to parties and having film students there and right. just pretending to have watched the same movies that they watched. <laughs> Although, to be fair, um, there are a lot of, like, staple movies that I am actually ashamed that I haven't seen yet that yeah, I feel like here. I need to watch. Yeah. Lord of the Rings was a big one for me until I watched it. Okay, so we at our house literally set a day blocked out all of the windows in our house. Yeah. Hell yeah. Put, and watched 
all three Lord of the Rings movies in one sitting. Yes, dude. We started at 10 a.m. and ended at midnight, I think. That fucking rocks. What was that like? Did you like it? Uh, like... Do you like that type of thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Nice. Um, it, I just, I think it sounded more fun and theory than actually, it was a lot, <laughs> a lot right, of yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In one sitting. Um, my body was sore after for like yeah. sitting for so long. Mm. A lot, it's very dense, you know? It's very dense. Yeah. Great works of art, don't get me wrong. But, um, that, I mean, that was an experience in itself, watching all three of them at once. Or Hell yeah. not at once. That would be horrible. <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> side by side. <laughs> that rocks. That's And it's still, <laughs> you played them all at the same time, like on like 50% speed, so it still took that long. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Anna! Again. This has been the best. Darryl. It's been so nice to chat with you, catch up with you, and see it's you briefly been... outside of your house. <laughs> this is the first podcast I have ever been on. Really? Oh my god, it's such an honor. And, and ever will be on. This is, <laughs> this is first and this last. This is my final. Yes. yes, I got in there, dude. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the Daily. <laughs> <laughs> They're not having you as a guest. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. It Where can was people really great seeing you on my front steps? Yeah. And well, I may see you I... later because I have to get it. <laughs> I have to get the microphone from you. Oh, I thought that was a gift. I don't get to keep it. No. <laughs> That's not like a souvenir of being. But I'm on gonna your bring you something else. I'll bring you something else to trade for it. Ooh, uh, I hope it's. I hope it's money. <laughs> This has been truly the best. And where can people find your shit? Anywhere you stream. Your your closest music streaming platform. Yeah, S-K-O-F-E-E? S-K-O-F-E-E. Word. Scofie. Um, I'm on Facebook. I am on Twitter. Yeah. I am on Instagram. What are these handles? At Scofie Music. I'm trying to get the at Scofie. Yeah. Someone already took it. We're oh, now God. following each other, which is big. Yeah. And I'm trying to move in on the like, Right. what if we do a switcheroo? But I yeah. believe she's Russian, so there might be a language barrier there. Right. Anyway, that being said, at <laughs> Scofi Music is where you can find me. Yeah! <laughs> When's the EP, full EP come out? Um, September. Yes, dude. I think Incredible. like September... Uh, 21st. I love it. I love you. This is great. I love you too. And goodbye, everyone. Bye. Oh, shit, guys. That was Scofie. She's the dang best. But before you go, I want to let's listen to the track we were talking about, the one that's released. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Phantom Limb by Scofie. When you call.
Satisfy the calling, leave before it's morning. 